1: Welcome to another episode of the Michelle Tafoya Podcast. As promised, part two with Sage Steele. So much more to talk about. Being in the locker rooms, fighting the good fight for saving women's sports. A lot coming your way. Stay tuned.
0: Welcome to the Michelle Tafoya Podcast.
1: Well, Sage and I have a lot more to say. And so part two of my interview with Sage Steele is coming your way. But first, That dark spot on your face, your hands, your neck, your chest, wherever those dark spots are appearing that just annoy you, are they still there? It's time to say goodbye to them. And I can tell you how to do this to make them disappear in three minutes, really quickly, really safely. Introducing the Genucel Dark Spot Corrector three-step, three-minute dark spot luxury system. And it does exactly what it sounds like. By using their crystals, world-famous microdermabrasion, before the dark spot corrector and finishing with a touch of the collagen building Genusel XV, you'll see the dark spots disappear right in front of your eyes instantly smoothly luxuriously what you're watching on the screen here are real results in just a matter of minutes it is incredible and i'm talking two or three minutes but don't take my word for it if you're not blown away with the results you get 100 percent of your money back no questions asked free shipping free returns so go to genucell.com slash michelle order the new dark spot treatment system today and say goodbye to those annoying spots tomorrow. That's genucel.com slash Michelle, G-E-N-U-C-E-L. And there's more. All three products are included in Genucel's most popular package for August. You also get your Genucel bags and puffiness serum, all included all for 70% off experience the luxury and effectiveness of Genucel. order now and watch the dark spots go bye-bye in three minutes 70% off while supplies last Genucel.com slash Michelle dot com slash Michelle with one L com slash M-I-C-H-E-L-E coming up next more with Sage Steel part two of our conversation which goes deep This diversity of thought notion is massive um and you're absolutely right if you agree with this and and i don't I don't think it's a majority opinion necessarily it's this it's the supposedly the correct position, the politically correct the morally the the virtue signaling correct position to feel bad for everyone else to feel that people are victimized by others to it it, rather than to say to your daughters, you know what? You're a badass. You know what you're doing? Be smart, be a professional. There's no victimization here. We have suddenly become this society that gives excuses and coddles and tells kids that they are victims either because of the color of their skin or one of their many genders or whatever, <laughs> a- instead of look at how powerful you are. What is it you want to do in life? Let's go chase that. Let's go be really good at the things you want to be really good at, no matter who says what about it. I mean, there are so many examples, Sage, and you're one of them. And, and But there are just so many examples of people who have overcome whatever, a bad first day at work, overcome like you and I being the only woman in the locker room overcome these things because we put our minds to it and we and we and we we paid the the price of risk right we took the risk and and we benefited we became stronger and we became successful because of those things why the hell do you think that's dissolving oh I
2: don't know. It does feel, you know, the whole, everybody deserves a trophy type thing that you and I and many others laugh at. And, um, it's so much bigger than that. And it isn't a laughing matter because it is affecting our kids and, and all the future generations. Um, I do, now that I have more time in my hands, I guess I, there's a lot of things that I, I do want to read more about and, and try to figure out answers like this. Like what is the why behind it? Yeah. Um, you know, and as, and as far as reactions to, to what people say, social media dictates so much of that. The fact that major corporations, major, we can name all of them probably, are making massive decisions based on the reaction to social media. Yeah, That is so scary. Because with with my punishment and many others, I think you see these companies wait and it's like, well, let's, let's see how this goes. And, and, and then we're going to drop the hammer, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that, I think that the social media aspect has a lot to do with all of it and including how the younger generations are softer in many ways. But I think that's on us, you know, to have not acted like the adults in the room and had the tough conversations with our kids um, and to be, accountable. The words that I grew up with and you grew up with, you know, to be accountable for any mistake you make on the air and own it, um, to be accountable as a parent and say, Hey, I screwed up here. And, and you're right. I didn't handle this. Well, I lost my temper, whatever it is. Um, but there, there's a fear of, of holding people accountable. And I don't, I guess, unless
1: you're on a different side, <laughs> right? Right. Oh, cause cause the other side will say plenty of stupid things. And plenty of unbelievable things. And racist racist things,
2: things. My own but, peers have said the things that have been said. The examples that I had at my former place of work—the many, many examples that were very, very political—said on their airwaves versus mine on a separate thing on my day off. I mean, the list is so long, and and that's all I ever wanted. And I want to make that clear. I, I all I ever wanted was consistency, right, with with the rules. You know, and then okay, the results, and there was never any of that. And again, it's a much bigger issue than just me. But that's that's kind of why I I I, I'm grateful now for the freedom to actually speak. Even though, man, the road to get here not not that fun. But I feel like this stuff has to be has to be discussed, and if and it does, it goes back to diversity of thought. But you cannot allow some to say whatever they want that could be terribly offensive and is terribly offensive to some. (laughs) You know, I was on the receiving end of that from my peers on social media that was allowed, they were allowed to pile on. Um, And then not allow the one person who might have a different opinion and and crush that person. So this is bigger than me. I'm just one and I'm just one of the, I guess, I don't know how to say it. I'm I'm just not afraid to, to speak out anymore because it's been so freaking painful that if I don't, I feel like I'm wasting this because I am so sick of people coming to me. It makes me emotional. The number of people that you and I know and thousands of others who I'll never meet, who live in different countries, who've said, oh my gosh, thank you. And please don't stay silent. Please, 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 we need you. But I hate that I'm not the only one that feels this way, that you're afraid to be you. Yeah. is this what we're promoting? Vod Light? Like, are you kidding me? You do you, you do you. It breaks my heart that so many are felt are made to feel scared and I'm kind of over it. And now I've been canceled 52 times anyway. So why not? Like, let's just (laughs) talk about it.
1: You, as I said, when the news came out that you were done at ESPN, you have now officially joined the coalition of courage. You were part of it. You just couldn't be openly a part of it. And now you're, you're here. And I, you know what Sage, this is really interesting. Everything you're saying, I'm kind of getting goosebumps. Because I can feel myself back on the NFL sidelines, knowing that some of my friends were afraid to repost things that I had posted, things that were a little more conservative or people that things that were against the grain. And they would message me and say, I wish I could repost what you just posted, but I'm afraid. And hearing people in the United States of America feeling fear to, to exp- for expressing themselves it made me sick to my stomach. And I thought, this is just what you just said. This is why I, I'm so in line with you on this. It's bigger than you and it's bigger than me, but it takes, it takes courageous voices to stand up for the rest of the people who won't or can't or are in vulnerable situations work wise or whatever to, to bring attention to this and say enough. We're not we're not the buck stops you know the buck stops with us. We're not going to do this. We we are yeah. not I don't you are no longer cancelable. I'm not cancelable. I mean people can try it's not going to affect me yeah. at all. I don't right. care. But it, it's it th- this is the land where where freedom of speech freedom of expression are are absolutely crucial to to everything else that we do in this country. Um, You know what's so interesting, Michelle, too? i found if you look around at the people that are now
2: coming out and speaking their mind more, maybe kind of from our industry, it's all women. (laughs) Like you said, we're badass. I mean, I'm kind of like, wow. And real quick, I'll say this about, for example, speaking out about the the, the transgender sports issue. Yeah,
1: Um, let's go there.
2: Oh, gosh, Michelle, I am blown away. And I've said this, I think I tweeted it once or twice, like, hello, my my girlfriends, where are you? Mm-hmm. We are wasting so much work, 50 years since Title IX, so much work of uplifting women. And I was on that stage at the ESPNW conference for 10, 11 years as, as one of the faces of it and hosting it for three days and emp- trying to empower women and moderating these panels with all the, you know, CEOs and Presence of universities and commissioners of sports leagues across the country and professional athletes and amateur, all of them talking about women, 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 here are And then when it comes to this, they're silent. Yeah, Like I'm blown away at that oh, hypocrisy. And most importantly, we're wasting the opportunity because if we all came together as women in sports came together, they couldn't stop us. Right. Like we would be just so fierce no one would be able to ignore us. And I mean all the athletes and the broadcasters, the executives, are you kidding me? We are so powerful and we continue to like just wallow away. And that that makes me sad there. I'm I'm glad my girls are out of the competitive sports phase of their lives because I would be that mother. Like (laughs) I would be going crazy because this crap is not happening. But as women, that's where I'm kind of the most disappointed. We we preach and and we yell at the guys for this and that. When it comes to this issue, we're silent. I
1: I don't get it. I, I, you know, and this is where Riley Gaines has gone from a little known swimmer to a household name. Yeah. Um, And you and I both know, we both know Riley. And just in the last couple of days, um, she, she spoke at, I think, a conference in Nebraska and a Nebraska senator tweeted out, it's really tough when someone steals your trophy, basically saying that which of course Riley in her, she is, (laughs) she is unflappable. She's absolutely unflappable. And she wrote, you know, he and I actually shared the trophy. So you kind of got this wrong, but this female Senator to not understand this or to say that the rights of trans, this very small uh, section of society outweigh those of women uh, it, it's, it's bizarre to me. And why? then we've had this, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think women should start getting out of these competitions where they're allowing biological males to compete. Just get out. Just every, every woman grab each other's arms and walk away and then see what happens. I, I don't understand why that's not happening.
2: I agree. Shut it down. Uh, was it power lifting? What was a recent one or cycling where where the women were like, no, and then they had to adjust. Yeah, remember? Yeah, that has They to need to keep more. doing that yeah. because because we don't know what the line is, and they're going to keep moving the goalposts. And yes. you know, how, how about the Dave Chappelle <laughs> that joke about? Oh, okay, so now LeBron James says I am going to be a woman, and yeah. then he has to play where in the WNBA where he'll proceed
1: to score you know eight hundred fifty six <laughs> points a night. Are we good exactly. with that, guys? Like, what? Where is the line? The someone needs to push that line, but yeah. you know, I, it, on this issue, I really do think the, the vast majority of Americans and probably people worldwide. I mean, because you've got people who are very liberal, JK Rowling, for example, who has put her career, her, herself is, again, she's not really cancelable, right? She authored all the yeah. Harry Potter books, but she has been out there saying look, women are women. And this notion that trans women are real women uh no, that's scientifically not true. And and why as you said more people don't get vocal about this or stand up or take action by saying, you know, this competition's not for me. I'm out of here. I I hope we're getting a groundswell toward that. Do you think we are? I feel like it's coming. I I do. A little
2: slower than I'd like, but with JK and and even though she's not cancelable and she's got, you know, money till the end of time. Yeah. It's still is I think a little scary to take the stand and to go forward and especially once you get hit hard um, and then to keep going, you know, I, I, I've been so happy to see that. And she's like, guys, these are the facts. This isn't even political. Martina Navratilova, extremely liberal woman. And, and she's saying the same thing. And Caitlyn Jenner, who's actually a trans saying (laughs) the same thing. Right. I mean, I, I, this is not political, this wow. is common sense. Oh, wait, this is science. <laughs> the word that we like to use, I guess, when convenient. Um, yeah. and, and so to me, this is an absolute no brainer. And I've had, again, so many people come to me. And, you know, I know that there are people at uh, my former company that very much agree with me. And they would tell me women as well, um, who though then said that they're afraid to speak out yeah. as a woman. And that to yeah. me is where, you know, I'm not mad at them. That's absolutely your decision. But don't complain when your little girl is on the soccer field and then gets knocked out. Or how about the the volleyball video from North Carolina a few months ago? Like if we don't speak up, it shouldn't be happening in the first place. But if we choose to stay quiet out of fear as this
1: continues, then it's on us. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I I think you're right. I think there's more coming. I think there's a lot more research being done. I think, um, I, you know, I, I was so happy when the, I think it was the general manager of the Detroit lions and I feel bad because his name's escaping me, Yes, but he got up there at a podium wearing a sweatshirt that said, save women's sports.
2: I, I went and bought I, it because of him. I bought that sweatshirt.
1: <laughs> I need to buy that sweatshirt.
2: I've got to get that.
1: Yes. Um, and I'm like, you, I'm know,
2: lions, you know,
1: <laughs> exactly. So yeah, no kidding. Right. I mean, why not every, I mean. Look, of all leagues, the NFL should take a stand on this. They're being so proactive about uh, allowing women to officiate. Uh, Sarah Thomas, my friend, uh, the first female NFL official. They're, women are joining coaching staffs and training staffs, but they're still women. So save women's sports. You know, it's really simple. It's, it's what Title IX was all about. And to suggest as this, by, by the way, this White House administration has suggested that this needs tweaking. I, I, for a, a minuscule uh, group of people is, is just so vastly unfair to women. And suddenly women are just sort of like taking a back seat and it is, I don't understand it. But, we, but again, shame on them
2: for, for allowing all this to happen. But as women, yeah. Well, since when are we going to stop fighting? Isn't that what we've been doing for so long? Give me a break. This is this is such a an important issue that changes the world in many ways. I know it's just sports, but sports is global, obviously. And it's also the one thing, the whole reason I wanted to be a sportscaster was because I felt at a very young age that sport is what brings us together. Sport yeah. is where on, on those Sundays, football Sundays where it doesn't matter your politics or your race or your religion or anything, we just came together and cheered for or against whichever team for three hours and like now we're allowing this to to divide us out yeah. of fear for something that is Proven. This is common sense. This is, it goes back to the beginning of time. It's stupid.
1: <laughs> it's so stupid that it's even. A it's chromosomal, people, and you know you're gonna. They're gonna find the the one in one million exception that someone has a half of an X or a half of a Y. They're gonna find that one exception and say, "But well, this uh, this one exception makes the rule." No, no, it doesn't. It shouldn't.
2: But what, how do uh, we I remember- convince other women?
1: We can't convince them. How
2: do we? A part of me wants to. Yeah, I have. Many have reached out, and I'm like, "Listen, you have to be ready for what comes with it." Yes. Uh, one of them kind of started to, but then she got called into the boss's office, you know, and said, "Listen, you're tweeting some interesting things right now. What?" Um, because if it were oh, I have a it. feeling
1: I know who that is, and that irks me to no end. Um, yeah. That that that's okay. <laughs> yes, yeah. women have to stand up for other women. And um, Megan Rapino, I, I don't know where you come off saying what you're saying when you have benefited so greatly from women's sports, from competing against other women. Uh, so I, she. By can, the way,
2: you know she's the one that threw my name in the sentence criticizing Mar- Martina and David Chappelle and me for our stance on this saving yeah. women's sports that apparently. Um, and her opinion says is inciting violence against trans people.
1: <laughs> well, words are violence, you know, Sage. I can't. So I'll just be careful it. what you say. <laughs> See, that's another thing. By changing the language and by saying words are violence, um, then you're allowed to to flip that and say, well, if their words are violence, then they can be responded to with violence. Yes. Or it will shut people up because they will say, oh gosh, my words might be violence. I'm not a violent person. I better just be quiet. Yeah. So it's it's this insanely un-American uh, anti-free speech approach to shutting people down, to shutting down arguments for which they don't have logical, commonsensical right. answers. So they attack you with ways that are supposed to make you fearful. Knowing not... no.
2: that most people... Are fearful because yes. of what happens when you do speak up. And I'm an example of what happens when you do speak up. You're an example just even from the view and that experience. Like yeah. we know what comes at us. And I think that's the thing. Yep, it's scary. And then maybe, maybe it's because we're a little bit older than them, than many of them. Not all of them, that's for sure. There are people yeah. that uh, the sports world knows quite well and has for decades, women who are making distinct choices to stay very quiet. Nice. Um, when they ha- know what it's like to fight, they were in those locker rooms with us for all those years, and and having those conversations on fields, and and like we've come so far. I'm so proud. I think, and Michelle, gosh, if I'm proud, then you better be, because you are one of the all-time greats and mm-hmm. one of the trailblazers in this sport who has dealt with so much. But I'm so proud of that fight, and I know you are too. Yeah, um, to yeah. to be able to be on people's TV screens for decades. And for these little girls to say, I want to be like Michelle Tafoya. I mean, you inspired me and I watched not just the job you did, but the way you did it. Because it was no one else has ever done the job. Anybody watching? No one else has ever done the job like Michelle has done it consistently. And the proof is also in the pudding with the respect that you garnered from every coach. Every You could see it in the interviews which, by the way, are really tough to do live on a field, right? In (laughs) in Green Bay or wherever. And the way that people responded to you, and I'm sure you've heard a lot privately, but that fight that you went through to get to this point where you're no longer afraid um, is a beautiful thing. And I know you wouldn't change much either because by doing it, we inspired all these other young women who never knew that they had an opportunity. So it's all worth it. But the thing is, just because we made it, we can't stop now.
1: We cannot No, exactly, because just like anything else that is fought for, whatever it is, you have to then maintain that. Otherwise, these other powerful or they think they're powerful forces will come along and destroy the whole thing. So you know, look, it's it's like with this Bud Light thing and with Dylan Mulvaney winning a Streamy Award the other night. I have nothing against Dylan Mulvaney. What I Dylan can live her life the way she wants, whatever what I have a problem with is people trying to tell me that Dylan is a real woman when I know better and, and gaslighting us into to, to, you know, forcing us to admit compelling us to say, and to accept that these biological men are real women. It's, it's a weird. We're in a weird place, Sage. I don't ever remember this in my lifetime before anything quite like this, where the world felt off its axis. Do you? No, I, and I've you know I've talked so much about all this with my parents,
2: who are seventy-seven and seventy-four, and you know went through a lot as an as an interracial couple. They got October's is, is uh, fifty-two years that they've been Whoa. married. Yeah, they're my heroes, and they love them some Michelle Defoe, that's for sure. But they oh. what they went through. Um and, and saw and witnessed, you know, um, to this. They're like, what the hell is, is going on around here? Yeah. Um, I, it's interesting because I, am, I watched Riley, actually. I think Riley Gaines has done a really interesting job with how she's handled um, Leah Thomas. And she doesn't say she or her. She says right. Thomas. Um, and she quite often doesn't say even Leah because she knows that Leah is not a woman. Um, right. so I, I'm really trying to be conscious and aware of that and I will never be disrespectful and I, um, support however you, whatever you want to say I might draw the line where they have, you know, the, 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 the animal things in these elementary schools. Now we've got literally, oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll draw the line there. Like thank, furries. Oh, again, thank they're God. called furries. furries. I can't thank God that my kids are beyond age. My youngest started her senior year of high school today. It was an emotional day and the other two are off to college and it's like, oh my gosh, all this, but it's a good thing that she's not, because again, I would be a holy terror to them, but I, I'm just not going to go there. And you know, that what is a woman uh, documentary by yes. Matt, uh, Matt, Walsh. Walsh. Matt Walsh, love him, right? I yeah. mean, just watching that when it the professional could not, would not answer the most basic of questions. So that to me was one of the best things I've ever seen. And he was not trying to stir the pot. You're asking a question where there's some confusing times here. Please clear it up and no one can answer it. And it's actually so much more than just the pronouns and all that. It is the mental health aspect of what is going on. And and when we, you know, allow some of these things without offering some assistance, like this is so much deeper than just being inconvenient. so much deeper than sports. Um, And that's where I, I think we need to actually dive in there go deeper
1: there. Couldn't agree with you more. Um, Before I let you go, I just want to ask, you and I both, I think, come to this whole position that we're in now with wanting to see some unity in this country, wanting to bring people together. How do you think, do do you think it's possible? It just feels like this, these issues are so divisive and people are just almost wanting craving the divisiveness more than they're craving the togetherness. I think there's a study, a social study out recently that said really human nature is much more tribal and to try to unify people is more difficult. So uh, how do you think we, we start Sage? I, I I, listen, I want to link arms with you and work toward this because it's, it's really, it's devastating to me to see our country in this state. It's totally devastating to me too. Um, I
2: The only thing that I can think of right now, and I've thought a lot about it over the last couple of years since kind of all my drama that led to my departure began, um, Jay Cutler and I were having a conversation and I was sharing my thoughts on questions he asked. We went back and forth. It was a conversation and that's what's missing. Um, The fact that that conversation was blown up and shut down because of having the wrong opinion says a lot. And so to me, um, that's my goal is to continue to have conversations and difficult conversations that are uncomfortable, um, with people who think differently, which can, yeah, it's not always fun and it's uncomfortable. The key is I'm not going to try to change your mind. I don't want you to try to change mine. I want to understand where you're coming from and hopefully you'll be respectful and understand where I'm coming from and not say I'm a race traitor or a coon or any of the many, many names that, um, you know, I mean, Michelle, my family, my kids, we got death threats. That's just because sad. of my their mom's opinion on things. So I say it on the C word conversation. Let's talk, let's talk it out. But I do think that also there needs to be an acknowledgement of um, where this is coming from. To me, there's evil, a lot of evil in the world right now and staring us right in the face. Yeah. I think those evil people, want, like they're happy with what's going on right now. And so this is, um, this is deep in my soul right now where I'm just one person, but a couple of those conversations, um, might begin to help. It just has to be bigger. So what you are doing, what I hope to do on some level soon as well. Um, and, and a few others, like It's all we can do because otherwise it is overwhelming. Then we just say, forget it and quit and go silent. But I just know that I I, I can't let myself in the mirror anymore. If I stay silent because I did for so many years. Um, and It just took a long time for me to get to this point, but I'm hoping that with people like you and me talking and being open and, and sharing things that again, just like those young sportscasters who wanted to be the next Michelle Tapoya. Like we'll have the courage to have those conversations with their friends as well. I told my kids too, because I said, listen, this is tough on them. And and when all this has gone public and I said to them, you never have to defend me. I never want you to feel that pressure. There've been teachers who've asked my kids about, well, your mom, like, but I, I, I said, you don't have to defend me. All I want you to say is my mom has a right to her opinion, just like you do. And just like we do. And just go with that we have to tell the kids it's not that that, to not be afraid to talk. I understand why they are right now, but it's on us to help because we're the ones that have allowed this crap. So now, (laughs) yeah. So now let's be accountable and try to help them and not indoctrinate them with this or that and hatred, you know? Um, and frankly, I pray a lot. And that's just what I have, what has saved me in many ways, personally and professionally over the last several years. Um, We got to pray.
1: We got to have conversations. And that other C word that I love courage and you have it in vast sums. And I'm so, so thrilled that we got to talk about it today. And I hope this is one of many conversations you and I have, I've been supporting you from afar. I hope you've felt it. I have um, because I, I just, I, I know what you've gone through, not, not, as intimately as you know, it obviously, but to watch from afar and feel that anger on your behalf and feel that frustration on your behalf. And to know now that you are free to say and do whatever you want. And, um, oh, and look, I just pressed my button that rose my desk up. Uh, maybe this is a sign <laughs> telling me that we have to bring it back down. <laughs> Here we go. I'm bringing it back down. I love it. Sage, it's been great. I know we'll be talking a lot soon. I look forward to it. I look forward to meeting you uh, in the city at some point and having a drink uh, where we can really go to town. Can
2: we have a, yeah, we're need a couple of drinks and to not drive home after that. But Absolutely. Thank, thank you. For, well said. Thank well you for said. your support. And I just love you to death. Thank you for being the example and giving me the courage to do this. You
1: and me, baby. Let's go get them. Let's, <laughs> let's unite the world. Okay. <laughs> She is Sage Steele. I'm so proud to call her my friend. Thanks for being here, Sage. Love you. Love you too. Our thanks again to Sage Steele for sharing all that she's endured, but for also giving you a glimpse of what it's like to be courageous. Yeah, you're going to get some things hurled your way that are not pleasant, but it's so much more important than that. And by the way, when you run into those obstacles, you only become stronger because of them. I think Sage and I very much have that in common. And I so admire her for being willing to endure what she did because she knows there's something bigger that's more important than just her. And I feel the same exact way, which is why I always say to you at the end of every podcast, be brave and do good. And we will see you next time.